Vidar and Catherine Ligard are the founders of safarimission.org. Vidar Ligard is also the author of A Fork in the Road, a book that gives you life lessons you were not taught in school and that the church did not tell you. And that is what Safari Mission Podcast is all about, teaching practical steps to personal growth and development. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Vidar and Catherine Ligard. Well, hello, hello. Today we're going to be talking about hearing the voice of God, knowing God's will for your life. When we need wisdom, when we need direction, who do we turn to and what do we do? That's what we will be talking about today. Yep. And, you know, a lot of Christians, you know, they're wondering how can they hear God? How can you? There's many voices out there. You know, you hear things all the time from all kinds of different inputs. You know, we're listening to news. We're reading news. We're reading about this. We're listening to TV shows and things like that. And, and but how do you listen to God's voice? How do you find mm -hmm. God's voice in the middle of all these voices out there? And, and how can you distinguish between God's voice and your own desires, your own flesh, your own wants? Yeah. And, and, you know, you know, what's really God and what's not God? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are wondering about this. Like, how do I know this is God and how do I learn to listen to God's voice? Yeah, and, and I think I go back to Solomon in Proverbs. He said that uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And when we want to hear his voice, it's, it's usually to do with what's his plan for our life? Where should we go? It has to do with wisdom. And the beginning of getting wisdom is, is the fear of the Lord. It is putting him first. And so before you even talk about the methods or the ways that we can hear from God, I think it's important to talk about putting our play ourselves in a position where we're even in, in having the ability to hear or being willing to hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially being willing because our own desires can be so strong. We want what we want and we want, we want God to say what we want him to say. Yes. Right? And so if we're not open to just put everything aside and say, God, I know I want this, but I'm willing to listen to what you have for me. That's the first place you have to get to is willing to listen because sometimes we're so afraid of the answer that we're not willing to listen. And it's not, we shouldn't be afraid because God's plans are better. You know, it says God's plans are higher than our ways. His thoughts mm -hmm. are higher than our ways. But we sometimes get so caught up in our will being so strong that but I want to I want to I want to this way yeah I think of I think of George Miller you know tremendous tremendous answers to prayer and he says even even in the area of getting answers to prayer he says the biggest trouble that people have is that people want answers to prayer in accordance with what their own personal wish is mm -hmm. they're not willing to submit their own will to the will of God, and that's the number one problem that people have in the area of prayer. And I would say it's the same with hearing God's directions for our life. That the number one problem that a lot of people have is they're, they're not willing to submit their own will to God's will. It's like uh, I remember Stephen Curtis Chapman, he wrote a song and he talks about, I made my plans and I'm asking the Lord to bless my plans. Right. 
And it doesn't work like that. Right. You have to go to God first before you make your own plans and yeah. ask him for his directions. You have to get a download of his plans. Mm -hmm. Then you hardly have to ask for his blessing on his plan because it's already blessed. Right. And so that now is the question, how do we find out what God's will is? Once we have it settled that, Lord, I surrender. Whatever you want for my life, that's the path I will go. Mm. Now, how do we get this direction? Well, the Spirit of God inspired the written Word of God. Right. And there will never be a conflict between what he has spoken in, in his word because his word is everlasting. It'll never fail. There is not an iota. There's not a dot. There is not a till. There is nothing that is ever going to fail from the written word of God. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and forever, today and forever. In Malachi chapter 3 and verse 6, it says, I am the Lord. I change not. So, so God doesn't ever change. And what's been written in the written word of God is the word of God. And so the, the number one way that God leads us is through the written word. Yeah. And, I, and we find a lot of people that they want a dream, they, they want a prophecy, they want some kind of a other supernatural way of, of hearing God's voice. Right. And those things do happen. Yeah. But those things will never be contrary to the written word of God. And they will never be the primary way. Because he's already given us the written word. And his word is his will. So first we need to know his word to know what his will is. And then we have to follow that because he already told us. And you know, he doesn't have to keep repeating himself when he's already there. Yeah, you know, simple things like husband and wives. Husbands, love your wives. Wives, respect your husband. There is... There is a lot of things that people have questions about and the answers are clearly in the written word. Mm -hmm. But I find a lot of people that simply don't want to take the time, they don't want to take the effort, they right. don't want to find out what God has already said in his written word. Mm -hmm. And I have found in, in talking with people, those that don't want to know what he has said in his written word, I have problems finding those people being able to accurately listen even right. to the other ways that God speaks. Right. Because it is the primary way that he hears. Mm. Uh, and in, in some ways, you know, growing up as a little kid, you, you know, daddy, daddy, what are we going to do today? What are we going to do today? And sometimes daddy says, well, start by taking out the trash that I asked you to do, and then we can ask, and then we can talk about the next steps. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there are clear instructions in the Word of God that we have not been willing to do, and we're asking, Lord, I want your plan for my life. Well, that may start with learn how to love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. If somebody's not willing to learn how to love their neighbor as themselves, You'll never be successful in following God's plan for your life anyhow, so what's the use of asking? Yeah, because, you know, if you're not already, already submitting to His will, you don't have, you're, you kind of become dull of hearing because you've been resisting His will, yes. right? And so the more you resist His will, which is in His Word, the more you resist him, His will because you have your will that you want Him to bless instead, the more dull we are of hearing because... You're resisting his will. He's trying to talk. You're not listening. You're, he's trying to talk, and you're not listening. 
and, and you know it's going to be hard to hear another direction when you already are not listening yes so it's, it's again it's, it's back to this issue of of truly truly surrendering our own will mm -hmm. now I'm also thinking of uh, the first psalm and I want to read this uh, a few verses here in the very first psalm it talks about how to be successful in everything that we do mm -hmm. and it starts out by talking about and most people have verse 1 figured out blessed is the person or the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked mm -hmm. so you know choose who you listen to counsel from and and don't don't look at the counsel of the wicked. Uh, that's verse one, but now verse two and three. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Now, when this is written, the only Bible that there is, so to speak, is the books of Moses, the Pentateuch. It was called the law of the Lord. So really, he's talking about the written word of God. His delight is in the written word of God, and on his law, he meditates day and night. Mm -hmm. That person's like a tree planted by streams of water, that yields its fruits, fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. And it says here, in all that he does, he prospers. Yeah. I used to think of this, you know, if, if you do this, you will increase your chance of success. Maybe you'll go from a 50% probability to 75% probability. But really, that's not what the scripture says. It says in everything he does, he will prosper. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's a guaranteed way of prospering. Right. Well, what, what is that way? It doesn't say his delight is in the word of the prophet. It doesn't say his delight is in dreams and visions and all these other supernatural, spectacular ways of being led. It says his delight is in the written word, mm -hmm. in the law of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And if you look up that word delight, it actually means a very, very strong desire. Mm -hmm. And you know, when somebody has a strong desire for something, you'll be thinking about it. Yeah. You'll be talking about all the time, it. every day, all the night. You dream about it. It's just always in your mind. You know, I've, I've, I've been around Bible colleges all my life, and sometimes you have you have a student class or something, and every break time they talk about Arsenal and Manchester United. Well, you know where their delight is. <laughs> it's not in the law of the Lord. It's in football. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there needs to be an adjustment in where the delight is. When you delight in something or somebody or, you know, somebody's dating or something like that, you, you'll be thinking about it, you'll be talking about it. Yeah. And when it is like that, then you will be like a tree planted by streams of water. Mm -hmm. So uh, it starts with the fear of the Lord. Mm -hmm. yeah. It starts with surrendering our will. Lord, I give up. Not, mm -hmm. not my way, yeah. but your way. Yeah. Because his way is always higher than our ways. Yeah. But then from there it goes to search the scriptures. Mm -hmm. uh, even in the New Testament it talks about the, those in Berea who were more noble than those in Thessalonica. Yeah. Because they didn't just take what Paul said and take it as gospel truth just because Paul said so. But they searched the scriptures daily to mm -hmm. see whether things, things were so or not. Therefore, many of them believe they were, they were more noble. There is nobility that comes mm -hmm. in searching the word of God. Mm -hmm. And I've found in my own life too, as you go through problems, circumstances, situations, um, if, if, if you're not having success in a particular area, like you see the Bible promises. I remember we've gone through some areas financially and I'm going, Lord, we're not seeing what I'm seeing in your word. Your word says we should be the head, not the tail. Mm -hmm. Started studying, started searching, started searching. 
And you don't just look at the scriptures that you've already highlighted, you know, your favorite ones. Mm -hmm. you, you search with the intent of finding answers. But then, you know, that takes effort. And, and that's why it comes back to we all, so often we want the easy way. And we think that just pray for it and it'll just fall into our lap, you know, or, or I just, that's where, you know, I just give me a dream and I'll do it. You know, give me a vision, do something simple, make, but it's already there. We just have to put forth the effort it takes yeah. to do it. And, and that's what people miss it sometimes is that anything that produces results, anything that bears fruit, whether that is in business and that is education, it takes effort. You don't graduate from college without putting forth effort, you right. know? You don't gain the knowledge you need in life, whether you go to school or not go to school, without putting in some effort. And so we got to be willing to put in the effort needed too, so that because it's already there, we got to right. dig into it. Proverbs really talks about this. It says that laziness brings poverty. Yeah. And diligence brings, brings success. Mm -hmm. And so um, sometimes we want the visions and the dreams because, uh, well, they might give us goosebump feelings, as we say. <laughs> you know, it's sometimes it can bring enjoyable experiences in that sense. Um, but being led is not about your feelings. That's a big point to make. You know, hearing from God is not about feelings. You don't always feel something when you hear from God. You can read the word and all of a sudden you just see the truth. And the truth sets you free. And all of a sudden you see it because it's right there. And it's not always that you have a feeling about it. Sometimes mm -hmm. you just realize you have to put for effort because it says to change something in your life. But if you make the change, the results will follow. But you've got to do according to the instructions. Very much so. Uh, we can also think of uh, Moses and Joshua. Moses is leading three, four million people. Uh, across the, the desert for, for 40 years. Uh, great men of God, the Ten Commandments, and, and you know, you can talk about Moses, he can go on and on and on. And then Moses passes away and Joshua has to take over. Well, those are some, uh, there's some pretty big shoes to fill. Mm -hmm. and, and God says to Joshua, no man shall be able to stand before you. He says, be strong and courageous. Again, in verse seven, he says again, be strong and courageous. Then he says in verse 8, this is Joshua chapter 1. He says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Mm -hmm. How? The word, not depart from your mouth, mm -hmm. meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do. Mm -hmm. So it's from your mouth, that's speaking. Mm -hmm. Meditate on it day and night, that's thinking. Yeah. Being careful to, to do. So you have to think, yeah. speak, yeah. and do yeah. in line with the written word of God. That's, that's the starting point. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to surrender your will, mm -hmm. and you have to be willing to make a little bit of effort. Yeah. searching the scriptures to see whether these things are so. Mm -hmm. And you have to start with the primary way that God teaches, leads, and guides us. And that's, that's the written word of God. It is. And you know, he gave it to us for a reason. He, he didn't just like think that, oh, hopefully somebody wants to read it. No, he gave it as an instruction book. It's there. It's a, it's a tool given to us 
so that we can know God's will. God's will is that all men should be saved. Preaching the gospel to unbelievers is the will of God. It says so in his word. And there's other instructions that are there. And if we would, you know, search the scriptures, we will find that out. Mm -hmm. But you can't expect God to speak to you in other ways if you first don't know the word of God. Because you can get into the wrong kinds of spirit and start listening to all kinds of weird spirits out there. And, and if you don't have the word of God to measure it against, you don't know if you're hearing from God or not. Because you don't have that foundation in your life to, to, to know, does this agree with the word of God? Right. Because if you hear voices out there and they don't agree with the word of God, guess what? They're the wrong voices. They're not the spirit of God. But because the spirit of God will always agree with the word of God. Yeah. So first, you have to know the word so that you know if, 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 if you hear something, is that the word of God? Because if it's not lining up with his will, not lining up with his word, it is not from God. And there are people who get into error that way, start listening to all kinds of voices out there because they don't know the word of God first. And so they come up with all kinds of doctrines and come up with all kinds of weird things because they don't have the word as the foundation first. Yeah. yeah, Paul talks about this as well. He says, even Satan himself is able to transform himself into an angel of light. Right. And talking about false prophets, talking about mm -hmm. false apostles. And so um, we have to be careful. Uh, James also talks about this. He says, therefore, put away all filthiness and rampart wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word, not hearers only. For if anyone is a hearer, not a doer, he's like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror, looks at himself, goes away, forgets what he was like. But now, the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. Mm -hmm. And um, thank God for anointing, thank God for blessings, thank God for church services with the great, wonderful moves of the Holy Spirit and, and, and all of this. And, and, and that's wonderful. But here, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, listening to the word of God, mm -hmm. he will be blessed in his doing. And you will find that there, there is a larger blessing in following the written word of God mm -hmm. than there is chasing after all kinds of various kinds of anointing. Thank God for these things. Right. But the foundation must be this. And what we also know is that the more you walk in what you know from the Word of God, the more you will understand of the Word of God. But you first have to walk in the light that you have. And the more we walk in it, and the more we will understand the Word of God, and the more we will also see. But if we never start walking in it, you know, people, they have the knowledge, but they're not acting on the knowledge. So it's not benefiting them. you got to act on the knowledge you already have, and you will get more knowledge if you keep reading the Word of God. And the more of the Word of God will be a revelation in your life because you're already walking in the knowledge you have. And so we got to walk in it, not just know about it, but start walking in it, you know. Yeah, Lord, lead me. Well, 
Are you already doing what I told you to do? Are you loving your neighbor as yourself? No, I don't like my neighbor. <laughs> well, that's the first problem. You're not walking in the knowledge you already have. It says, love your neighbor as yourself. And if you wonder how love looks like, go to 1 Corinthians 13. And it has all these things that love is not arrogant, love is not puffed up, love does not boast, love is patient, kind, and all these things we know about love. So first, if you know that the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself, you first need to walk in love. And then you will get more revelation of other things. But I don't like my neighbor. I don't want to do that. Well, that's the first problem. You haven't submitted to the will of God, which we started talking about. You have to submit to God's will first. And, and that's got to have to be your starting point so that you are open to even hear what God calls you to do. Because God will lead you according to his will. And if you're not walking in his will already, he's not going to lead you to more because you're not even listening. So we've got to start with that. We've got to start with the fact that God leads us through his word and we need to walk in the knowledge of his word that we already have. And if we don't know, we go to the scriptures and we read it. God bless. Well, that's it for today. Watch out for our next episode with teachings from Vida and Catherine Ligard. Like, share, and subscribe to our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube pages at Safari Mission. You can also visit our website www.safarimission.org or call us at plus 254-74-1777-805 to know more about Safari Mission and how you can get yourself a copy of Vidal Ligard's book, A Fork in the Road.